Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Hey, Keith. How are you? Great. How about yourself? I am fine because Madonna's number one yeah. on the Billboard 200 albums chart. Where she's meant to be. Where she belongs. The <laughs> queen at her throne. Um, I'm totally impartial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have nothing to do with the numbers. Yes. The numbers are what they are. He's just excited about the I'm numbers. Just, I'm just, ex- you know, when, when you see your favorite artist succeed or be number one on something, you know. For many decades running, yes, it's impressive. Yeah, I'm sure when John Mayer or Justin Timberlake has their next number one, you'll be doing cartwheels too. I'll I'll always be helping by streaming too much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll be talking more about Madonna in just a second because, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats, and stories New music and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we're talking about some big chart news from Madonna Madonna, and Bruce Springsteen. Together again at the top of the Billboard 200 chart for the first time in 34 years. Crazy. 1985 all over again, as Keith's article says. Yeah. And how yet another superstar is denied a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100 songs chart thanks to... Old Town Road. It's a very 12 good, weeks running. That road just refuses to end. <laughs> and the new collaboration, the new steamy collaboration from Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, and why this particular pop star pairing is so potent. I hope all those peas popped. Alliteration. <laughs> pa, 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 pa. Uh, Ashley, is that alliteration? Yeah. Okay. But first, before <laughs> we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, why don't you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast provider? Because, you know, we're here weekly. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okay, let's do the chart chats. Chart chat. Your eyes are not deceiving you. That is indeed Madonna and Bruce Springsteen at numbers one and two on the Billboard 200 albums chart this week. The Queen of Pops, Madam X, debuts at number one, marking her ninth leader and 22nd top 10, while The Boss's Western Stars debuts at number two, his 20th top 10. When was the last time these two music superstars were in the top two together? Well, it was way back in January and February of 1980. 
five. It's pretty cool they were ever in the top two together previously. The only time. That yeah, was the, the only. T- the timing really had to line up for both of these moments. And you, I mean, you would have thought that it would have happened maybe more just because they've had so many albums and so many top tens. I mean, between the two of them, they've had 42 top ten albums. Right. But yet, the only time they crossed paths in the top two was for four weeks in January and February of 1985. So on the charts dated January 26th and February 2nd, 1985, Springsteen's Born in the USA and Madonna's Like a Virgin were numbers one and two, respectively. Then the titles flipped ranks on February 9th and February 16th. In total, uh, Born in the USA spent seven weeks at number one and Like a Virgin ruled for three weeks. Madonna continues to have the second most number ones among all female artists, uh, trailing only Barbara Streisand, who has 11. I'm sure she's got Barbara in her sights. <sighs> well, I think, I, I mean, if she really did, if she really cared, Madonna would churn out albums a little bit faster. Sure, sure. Because it's been, her last studio album came out in 2015. It's been a little over four years. Yeah. So, um, whereas Barbara, you can kind of count on a new album from her, like probably every two years. Mm. Um, I mean, I think she, I think. And you can also count on my mom to buy that album. Well, and also if you look in the sixties, Barbara was like, like back in the sixties, you turned out an album like every eight months. Right. It was fast and furious. It was much like it is today with hip hop stars. Yeah, It's kind of weird that it like, it went back to that. Yeah, I have a theory about that, and we can talk about it on another podcast. Oh, okay. I, I have another theory about why songs are so short and how that is actually similar to something in the 1950s and 60s. Ooh, stay tuned. Dun, dun, dun. That could be an upcoming show. You never know. Or Keith might just tweet it out later. Just yeah. I'm <laughs> keep gonna, an eye out for gonna, Keith's thoughts. going to save it for the pod. <laughs> well, over on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, Little Nas X's Old Town Road, featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, spends a 12th week at number one, and in doing so blocks yet another song from hitting number one as Taylor Swift's You Need to Calm Down debuts straight in at number two. Now, if Calm doesn't go any higher, it will be the sixth track to be blocked from number one by Old Town Road and would break the record as the number one hit that has kept the most songs from hitting number one. Uh, As noted, Uh, online on billboard.com by the Hot 100 chart manager, Gary Trust. Uh, He says that uh, currently, Brian Adams' Everything I Do, I Do It For You in 1991 and Percy Faith and his orchestra's Theme from a Summer Place back in 1960 both held off five number two hits each. Uh, And it seems like, unless something really crazy happens, Taylor will probably stay at number two but if the song becomes a big radio hit and can sustain itself for the next you know couple months you know and by the time in theory old town road should have subsided by then you know maybe like a new remix of you need to calm down could kick in she brings on like a cardi b type guest rapper and maybe she pulls a girls like you like maroon five did Mm. but maybe not i mean the fact that it didn't that this one and this video and this particular moment did not stop Old Town Road just shows how crazy powerful it is. Timing is everything. Also, it's an incredibly, hugely popular song. And I think 
I think Gary may have noted just uh, sort of how wide the gap is between yeah. one and two. It's yeah, ridiculous. there's an article on Billboard.com that talks about the most dominant no- number one hits on the Hot 100 of all time, and that's the the songs that had twice as many chart points as their closest uh, song on the chart. So, I like, I will always love you is one of them. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Drake had one too. I think it was um, in my feelings. And Adele's "Hello" was mm-hmm. that. Sort of, but I mean, this this Old Town Road has been so big for so long and i think it's it nothing's been like this i think maybe since whitney yeah i maybe i don't know don't quote us on this folks yeah yeah go online you also you might be wondering what other songs that old town road has fended off in Mm. the last 12 weeks what are what are those katie let me tell you okay uh because i was wondering too uh billy eilish is bad guy i'm kind of bummed about this one it's like billy has had such a moment such a crazy huge number one album on the billboard 200 and you want her to have that Number one hit to match. Well, it's been sticking around for num- at number two for a while. Ugh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Maybe maybe uh, it will have its moment. Yeah. Um, Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber's I Don't Care. Hmm. One might have thought Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber teaming up would have been the one to stop it. But no. Not so much. Yeah. Uh, Sean Mendez's If I Can't Have You, which I was just impressed that that debuted right in number two. Yeah, I was surprised Sean's by that, biggest too. biggest hit yeah. ever, immediately. Yeah. Uh, and then Taylor Swift, again, with me, featuring Brendan Urie. I mean, that, on paper, seems like that would be the natural, obvious the number comeback, one debut. you know, hit after her reputation era. Huge video, performance on the Billboard Music Awards, you know. just Yeah, like, she did all the things. She, like, went back to doing interviews. She did performances. Did all the things that you would expect to help a number one single. And then, finally, Post Malone's Wow. He's had some number ones. He's Ca- fine. Yeah, caveat for Posty. <laughs> uh, wow actually had also reached number two before... Old Town, Old Town Road. Road, but then it hit number two again during Old Town Road's reign, so we're, still, it counts. But, of course, as, if you read Billboard.com at all, you know that we could do an entire show around number two hits that w- should have been number one. There's just a litany of them. Hey, maybe that's another, like, uh, like future podcast. Yeah, I mean, tell. do you want to hear these podcasts? Let us know. We, we, Katie, We've got some podcast ideas we're just tossing out. Katie and I can just <laughs> ramble for a while about yeah. number two hits that should have been number ones. And, I mean, you know, Ed Sheeran has had one of those. Didn't... Uh, uh, what's it called? Yeah, that Thinking one. Thinking out loud wasn't that held to number two? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, he eventually got to number one with that other one with Beyonce. Perfect, perfect. Thanks, <laughs> thanks to a remix with which Beyonce. was also it was stuck at number two before the Beyonce remix pushed him. It's remixes, they're a hell of a thing. They it's can, true. They can, they can kick you right up the chart. Yeah. Well, uh, by the way, Taylor's "You Need to Calm Down" actually starts with seventy nine thousand downloads sold and thirty nine million streams earned, both in the week ending June twentieth, as well as twenty four point two million in radio audience in the week ending June twenty third. Um, also in the top ten on the Hot one hundred, Drake scores his thirty fifth top ten as "Money in the Grave" featuring Rick Ross bows at number seven. He's just three, and by the he, I mean Drake. Drake's just three top tens away from tying Madonna's all-time record of 38 wow. top ten hits. It's only a matter of time. It is. Well, ma- it's and more I gotta, like, when is it going to happen? Like, in the next two weeks, a week, a month? I need to go on the record to say, like, how wrong I was in last week's podcast. Because I was like, oh, this the other Drake song is definitely going to be the bigger one. I, like, was so confident. Omerta was the other one. Uh, which is the one that seemingly referenced Pusha T. Mm-hmm. And I was the one I 100% was hearing more about on Twitter, but 
for whatever reason, Money in the Grave. Maybe people are huge Rick Ross fans. Maybe it got more radio airplay. Maybe a million things. But it was clearly the bigger hit because uh, the other one, while it did, Omerta did debut on the Hot 100. It was like way farther down. Yes. So. Yes. So that's me saying I was very wrong. (laughs) So there were two big songs that came out last Friday on June 21st that could likely make a splash on next week's Hot 100. And we need to talk more about them, Keith. Okay, let's. Okay, so the first one is Nicki Minaj's Megatron. Megatron. So she kickstarted a new era of music on Friday with her Megatron single and video. She also offered up a special episode of Queen Radio. This is just a quick aside. A real quick episode of Queen Radio on Beats 1 where she decided to call out Miley Cyrus. Shady Radio. Oh, super shady radio. It's well. literally just her outlet for shade. Um, yeah, she really went, went like out of her way to go after Miley Cyrus, who they've had, you know, a simmering beef since like 2015. You can go to billboard.com and read our timeline, timeline timeline of their beef. And she also, uh, relayed some good news about, uh, the fact that she's getting, she's planning to get married to her boyfriend, Kenneth Petty. They have a marriage certificate and everything like they're going, it's happening. Hmm. So, but back to Megatron. I like the song a lot. Like, I think that, you know, I think that a lot of the music from the last album lost a bit of fun. It was a little too, like, angry and, mm-hmm. like, ornery. And she was coming after people. And clearly she's still coming after people in real life. But, but this song is light, summery, fun. I can dance to it. Well, we assume that it should make a, a, a summery splash maybe on the Hot 100 next week. Indeed. Okay, the other song that we need to speak about. Uh, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello released their new collaborative single, Senorita, on Friday, alongside a steamy music video. Sorry, Steamy's you know, it's funny. Before we watched the video, we were like, oh, like, let's prepare, you know, let's get ready to, to put a post up. And my, like, placeholder headline was release Steamy, steamy. song. <laughs> and then we watched the video and I'm like, yup. <laughs> like let's let's just keep that. That's that that's a, accurate. You're like it's a total guess, but it actually worked. Uh, so this is the first time that the two have joined forces since 2015's "I Know What You Did Last Summer," which peaked at number 20 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 10 on the Pop Songs chart. And Senorita has already debuted on the Pop Songs Airplay chart uh, with only a couple of days, right? Uh, we yeah, it came out on Friday, and the Pop Songs Airplay chart runs. Uh, 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 Monday through Sunday, so it's Friday, Saturday, so Sunday. So it's just the weekend, yeah. yeah. And uh, it uh, it debuted right into the top forty at number thirty nine after only a couple of days of reporting, and likely to make a big splash on next week's Hot One Hundred. Yeah. So let's talk about this because let's break it down. <laughs> when they started teasing this last week, it's like yes, we need like these two are just they. Listen, I'm not shipping them. Like I know that they are I feel just like friends. You are. I mean, it might be part of their appeal that people that people like wish that someday they'll find out that they have true love. But for right now, uh, Camila very publicly has a boyfriend. Um, Sean does not currently have a lady friend or any sort of friend at the moment that I know about. I didn't know that Camila had a, a significant other. Oh, so it's not very public then. I don't know. I'm not also like trolling like her social media. I, I- believe you. <laughs> I also am not trolling her social media, but um, I guess there have been just headlines about him. And they they did walk a carpet together for the first time, I think, earlier this year. Oh. But this is me right now Googling his name to make sure I don't mess anything up. His name's Matthew Hussey. Yes. Sure. And he's like a relationship counselor. Like, How in the world do you meet that person? I don't know, but like, that's a pretty fun boyfriend. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> if anything goes wrong, honey, what's going wrong? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
You better or maybe ho- it would be the worst. It's it like, why is this relationship going wrong if you're supposed to have these things figured out? <laughs> well, anyway. Okay, so let's talk about why these two make so much sense together, like as a pop pairing. Okay, well, before there was Senorita, there was, I know what you did last time. Uh-huh. Uh, when that single came out in November of 2015, Sean and Camila were both rising stars and friends. Uh, totally different yeah. places in their careers than they are right now. Like, Camila was still in Fifth Harmony. Yeah, all these things I've 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 got noted. <laughs> she was still in Fifth Harmony. <laughs> yes. Uh Sean's song Stitches, which was his first pop songs chart hit, was hitting number one on the airplay chart. Yep. And Fifth Harmony was still basking in the glow of their first major pop songs hit, Worth It, featuring Kid Ink. Um and actually the song I know what you did last summer was written backstage during the Taylor Swift nineteen eighty nine world tour where Sean was the opening act and one night, Fifth Harmony was a special guest. Were they? Did they entirely write it themselves? Are they? The no. only, yeah, I thought there were some other. There's two co-writers, but evidently okay. he was. He there's a story. If we want to believe, is it a wiki truth? Who knows? There's a story where he says he was backstage at that show, and there was a bunch of people in his dressing room, and he and Camila were just hanging out and like jamming on his guitar, and they came up with they came they came up with like the basic core of mm-hmm. it, and I'm sure the rest of the music and everything else was developed by other people as well. But I mean, I think she may have related even the same story to us on a on the pop shop yeah podcast i think when so she came too by. Go, go find that podcast and listen to it yeah she can't you guys she came with her mom yeah it was so sweet yeah er, earlier more innocent days yeah and sean's <laughs> been on the podcast too yes hey he i know i have a great idea camila and sean can both call us for the pop shop do a joint podcast mm-hmm. interview yeah i mean i would love that Let's put them to the, the answer is yes yeah okay um the track went on to peak at number 10 on the Pop Songs chart and number 20 on the Hot 100. It gave Camila her first solo hit outside of Fifth Harmony. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier, and we don't know what's going to happen with Senorita yet, but it feels like that song had to, like, really work and claw its way up to its eventual number 20 peak on the Hot 100. And it was such a big deal for them that, you know, and I'm sure for Camila, it probably gave you know, people in her career, the confidence that, oh, yes, this is going to happen. Like, this girl is going to be a solo star. Right. Um, but this one feels like it's just going to just breeze on in to, yeah. like, top 10, top 20. Like, who knows? Well, but, yeah. the reason why it's just going to breeze on in is because when you look at where their careers are today, yeah. they are effectively both pop superstars. Yeah. Like, period. Yes. You know, while Mendes had logged a number one album before Summer with Handwritten, uh, he's since ter- like evolved into a steady hit maker, logging two more number one albums and seven more pop songs hits, including Senorita. Camila, meanwhile, saw her debut solo album, Camila, uh, <laughs> uh, bow at number one on the Billboard 200 in early 2018, right? Yeah. And has collected a total of 11 hits on the pop songs chart. That's wild for how short her solo career has been. Well, one of those, uh, well, and then three of those were actually number ones. One of them was Bad Things with mm-hmm. Machine, Machine Gun Kelly. Kelly. And then she had uh, Never Be the Same and Havana, mm-hmm. both from her Camila album. Um, so it feels like this is a full circle moment. 100%. For them to reteam now. And it just, yeah, the whole thing is very seamless. It makes me want them to just keep, like, revisiting each other every four years with, like, a Smash song, basically. Yeah. I mean, they're both, like, worlds away from where they were in 2015. Um, you know, Sean's... <laughs> in what ways? <laughs> I mean, Sean's got, you know, three number one albums, uh, you know, bulging biceps, <laughs> um, and a pair of Grammy Award nominations, including yes. one for Song of the Year in for In My Blood. And, you know, meanwhile... Camila has uh, yeah. since left Fifth Harmony, 
She has, you know, found an enormous album with her uh, solo debut album, Camila, and its singles. And she scored her own pair of Grammy nominations, too, including Best Pop Vocal Album for her self-titled debut, which competed against... What's what what project? Uh, what do you think, Keith? You guessed it, Sean Mendez <laughs> and his self-titled album. Yes. Spoiler alert: They both lost to Ariana Grande <laughs> Sweetener. I think they're they're okay though. Yeah. Um. Also, just the nominations at this stage in their career is validation. You know, like especially Sean had one in the Big Four. Like that's just massive. I mean, I think people uh, some people thought that Camila was going to get um, a nomination in the Big Four as well. Well, she had a rough. Didn't she like? Didn't they submit Havana like the year prior? And but it was like before it was a hit, and so yeah. then it didn't like goofy, blah 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 goofy yeah. goofy Grammys. All right, so why do we like seeing Sean and Camila together on a song? Okay, they obviously genuinely, like, love each other. I'm not saying that in a, you know, romantic way. But they clearly, like, you know, are are just a good fit. Yeah. Like, and the fact that the story about them writing the song backstage, it's like they have chemistry. They they make great things together. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't apparently set up by, like, you know, some A&R, like people scheming in the background of like ah we should get these people together and have them make a hit yes exactly it was like no it was like a totally organic thing and why and i not? think in the beginning we talked about this a little bit but in the beginning like there was a lot of like whispers rumors like are they a couple or whatever like that and, may have helped and it might have fueled the the fire of i know what you did last summer but i think people pretty firmly now like okay we know that these are like homies who like have great chemistry together and we're going to just watch them make out in this video. (laughs) Yeah. Certainly in the, in the video for Senorita, as we said earlier, it's steamy. (laughs) I mean, there are so many things that you would not expect that seem um, very unlikely for have them to have done. (laughs) You wouldn't have expected them to have done this in 2015. Right. I mean, like, I mean, I think, you know, back in 2015, they were both like young burgeoning stars yeah. and they were both very sort of tween oriented. And I think now fresh faced, sh- fresh faced. And but now like both are sort of both like they've grown up. Yeah. I mean, like Sean is like sort of a hottie and right. And Camila's Calvin a ho- Klein ads. And yeah, it's like I want I want to I'm trying to put this delicately, but they're both sort of like sex symbols now. Yes. And they're both like older and. To see in the video, like, bulging biceps, I say that again, but also, <laughs> like, Sean and Camila dancing together, uh-huh. and, like, there's a storyline, and he's on a motorcycle, and, you know, it's, like, this whole thing where it's, like, this is, like, worlds away, but it's only just a couple years ago. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, it's, like, so much has changed, and yet it's still Camila and Sean. And we were trying to think of, like, a, a pair to compare them to. Like, you know, I feel like we get, you get, like, a romantic duet between, like, a real-life uh you know girlfriend boyfriend husband wife situation before or you get like these pairings of people i don't know i'm trying to like you get like your peebo bryson duets where it's like you know beyonce and ed yeah i mean there you go where it's like completely like it's it's a clandestine like, like you know like situation Z- zane and and that that lady who duetted with him on uh, a whole new world for oh javia ward Is or that how you say her name or zane and taylor swift on i don't want to live right. forever but then there's these moments with with i guess the answer is like there isn't a great example of this kind of like pair of like Friends, friends who also are just beautiful and you love seeing them interact and you you realize that they have like and great if, chemistry and together. if there is tweet us and tell us what, who we've absolutely just plum forgotten i know yeah. I mean, what was my example barbara streisand and neil, neil diamond, diamond who they didn't even record their duet you know originally the same that's place. a whole other mess <laughs> I, I mean i don't know it's hard it's this is that's why this is like so special and unique yes. because it started off 
in such a unique situation. They were both kind of taking off in their careers. Camila wasn't even solo yet. And then now to circle back and say, like, look how far we've come. Yes. And goodness, what will happen in the next few years when they come back for the third Exactly. Duet? That's what it makes you wish that, like, I don't Well, I remember actually, like, Justin, Justin and Christina touring together, like the stripped. Uh, <gasps> what if Camila and Sean toured together? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is like it's the start of something really cool that I feel like no one's really tapped into previously, you know? Yeah, but it's like such it's, it's also weird because like Sean is like, like. Like he doesn't have like dancers and stuff on tour. Like, well, maybe Camila he's gonna does. start doing a like a Spanish flamenco breakdown now that he has skills to do such things. <laughs> sure, I think they probably do share an audience. Oh, one hundred percent. I think a joint tour would be fire for the two of them. I also think. Mm. I also feel like Senorita sounds like a uh, like a sequel to Havana. Which yeah. is like makes a lot of sense for Camila, but it adds like a little spice to Sean's catalog. Like you said, he does not dance, but this gives him an opportunity to like dance a little, the move fact a that, little. The fact that he actually moved at all I know. in the video, I was wildly surprised by. Okay, so we love this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so stay tuned till let's for next have, week. Stay tuned for the Sean and Camila full album. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for the full album, but also stay tuned next week when we let you know where this ended up on the Hot 100, which we expect it to be, you know, high. Yet another number two. Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. And now, it's time for the Chart Stat of the Week. And I'll remember the strength that you gave me Now that I'm standing on my own I'll remember Okay, so all the number two peaking hits chatter from earlier inspired me to fall down a rabbit hole <laughs> for the Chart Stat of the Week because that is precisely what this portion of the show is designed for uh because 25 years ago this week madonna's i'll remember finished off a four-week run at number two on the hot 100 as the song slipped from number two to number five on the june 25th 1994 dated chart what kept i'll remember from number Mm. one that was all for ones i swear that was a big song man unescapable Inescapable? Inescapable. Thank you. Um, guess what other songs I swear blocked from number one, oh, Katie? There's uh, just two. Please uh, give me some hints. Uh, one is by another uh, hugely popular pop diva that uh, has been successful Mariah? since the 80s. Oh, the 80s. Uh, Janet. Yep. Anytime, Anyplace. Oh, great song also. And then the other one was a, uh, hip, a rap hit that was from a film at the time about basketball okay love and basketball <laughs> no that no, was later above the rim oh okay is that a spike lee joint no <laughs> is it not i don't think so let like me just that. tell you what it is yes i would love for it's that. uh warren g's regulate oh i did not know that that came from a movie soundtrack pretty sure it did and this is me telling you you're right not a spike lee joint <laughs> well you can you can look at the soundtrack section there on above the rims wiki and it'll probably tell you if if, uh, if uh, regulate is from that's above incredible. the rim that's incredible did not know that well now uh, incredibly i'll remember is one of six singles from madonna that have peaked at number 2 on the hot 100 that's the most of any act she's also halted at number 2 with material girl causing a commotion express yourself cherish and Frozen. All right, so now tying all this back to this week's news, if Taylor Swift's You Need to Calm Down doesn't hit number one, Swift will tie Madonna for the most number two peaking hits. Uh, Swift has also hit number two with You Belong With Me, Today Was a Fairy Tale, 
I knew you were trouble, I don't want to live forever, and me. So I've got an idea for you, Keith. Yeah. I want you to hit up Madonna's um, publicist Mm. and if this happens and let them know so Madonna can like send a bouquet or something to Taylor as like a <laughs> sorry lady <laughs> runner up but you know yeah like join me in my like almost made it gang <laughs> it's like we've got incredible number two hits together <laughs> um all right so there you have it 25 years ago this week Madonna nabbed yet another number two peaking hit with I'll remember That's the end of our big shoe. Any parting words? Katie. Just can't wait for that uh, 2023 Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello hit. <laughs> uh, what song should we go out on? Uh, go out on. Well, uh, what should we go out on? Uh, let's what go out with Express about? Yourself, one of Madonna's number two hits. Yes. Yes. Okay, bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.